to this day, I don't understand why. And I think it's a I think it's a troll job. That they call them booby traps. That is true. Uh, yeah. Well, isn't uh, well, what's a booby? Yeah. What well, isn't someone who's just kind of uh, I've heard that term used before that that person's a boob, and so I always kind of assumed like a booby trap would just kind of be kind of a Neanderthal, like a, an idiot's trap. That's I guess that's more of the assumption. You think a booby trap is an idiot's trap? Yeah, I've always kind of assumed that. Like a pressure plate that you step on, and then thousand-year-old arrows fire from the walls that you didn't see. <laughs> that's a bo- that's a stupid trap. Yeah, you're yep. kidding me. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I will say sometimes uh, if a movie doesn't explain, that's one thing that I, I would say is a Justin habit of mine, where I immediately. Get, I, I try to pinpoint, I'm like, that's not right. That's not, there's no way they heave hoed that gigantic slab up in that, into this booby trap. What's going on here? How'd they make the pyramids? Well, no, no, I'm sure they did, but I'm saying, like, if they don't explain it, I, I, I'm get i kind of pissed. It's a little peeve for me. No, but ex- ha, no one's explained the pyramids. Either. I can explain it, basically. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, I'm listening. The, uh, wheels and... Okay. It, it was really intricate that I... I don't, well, how I don't, how uh, come the stone that they used wasn't w- from their area? Well, uh, uh, that's really easy to... Um, that's there's an expl- I don't have time on this podcast to explain it. Yeah, you so. do. No, no, we got we're gonna have to film. Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> you're gonna. Have- no, no, no. We stick to anime related stuff. Not I don't there's pyramids in anime. Damn it! You got this. So how did they make the pyramids? Um, what they did was at the at the what they told everyone that you can have your waifu in heaven if you can put this slab up there into the spot. And you bet your ass if I was told that Rough Talia is waiting for me. So you get mom strength when you yes. hear about your waifu? Yes. It's like moms, they can pull a car off their kid. Yes. Yep. And we can lift <laughs> seven ton pieces of perfectly cut rock. <laughs> because uh, the anime waifu is waiting for you. Okay. Yep. What about the top of the pyramid? Fuck. So I can see moving the stones to the base. Yep. But what about going 300 feet up with it? You know? They ain't got cranes. What are they doing? Uh, what they do is I think uh, one person sits on each level of uh-huh. the pyramid, like steps. And then they just kind of – it's, it's heavy, but if you lift with your legs uh, – you They're kinda, sitting. You, <laughs> you said they're sitting? No, no, no. Lift with your legs. They're sitting? No, no, no. They're not sitting. Oh, they're not they're, sitting. Yeah, they're standing. So they they get, they go from sitting to standing on yep. the steps. Okay. Yep. And then they, they just kind of pass the blocks to each other. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A, the yeah. blocks. Just mm-hmm. blocks. Yeah. yeah it's just blocks. It's just kind of like a t- like a like a big center block. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> dude, dude, a massive piece of sandstone. Yeah, and no no blueprints. They, it was really kind of basic. They were like building a triangle. Shape. Oh well, to be fair. Yeah. We all made pyramids with blocks when we were kids. Yeah, dude. If if people are sitting here trying to be like, oh, dude, the, that the, that shape is so difficult. Yeah. No, it just gets progressively smaller as it goes up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, a baby makes that. Wait, are you actually? Do you think that they there wasn't uh, there was a, a little bit more of a simpler process when they were explaining it? Uh, like back in the day, do you think that that part of it is not uh, uh, a marvel that they the shape that they decided on? Because I know that I've I've heard that to be like, how do they decide on this magnificent, powerful shape? And I'm like, I feel like it's pretty. They wanted something big, and so they definitely chose the size. They were like, I want a huge thing, and so we build up, and it gets smaller. I feel like that's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah, I think that's kind of. Yeah, I don't I think mean, that's crazy. No, I feel like that's that not thought. one of the outlandish things that you would come to. I think the main outlandish thing is to doing it. Dude, how the hell did they do it? And the insides are so intricate. Like that, there's secret passageways and shit. How the hell did they plan that stuff? I don't. I don't. I guess it didn't really. I don't know. When you're building it, at one point you're putting the you're putting the slab down easily, and uh, one person just walks over. Oh hey, no. Um, we uh, just got news from the pharaoh. He decided we want another fake doorway here. I'm like, fuck, dude. I I put the block down. And they're like, move it. I'm like, I was going into overtime, but okay. Yeah, they, I, I had to work them were, much. They weren't. Uh... <laughs> They weren't working a job. They were uh, being forced. No pay. Um, those pyramids were built on the backs of, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did we start talking about? Booby traps. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't get booby traps. 
Yeah, I will say there are. I don't understand why. I mean, boobs are traps for your eyes. Oh my god, they are. Yeah, dude, boobs are like it. If if you if there's a if there's a pair around you, mm-hmm. then the moment the moment you're in the vicinity, dude, that's what they are. When you can see a, a boobs, <laughs> when you can see boobs in your peripherals, you're you're already you're already getting sucked into the black hole. It's true. Yeah. Yep. It is true. Yep, and I and I love those 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 uh what is it eye markers or eye sensors on like the internet and all the stuff that can oh, track your yeah. eye eye trackers. If you're good at it, the the best part is when I see those people like say their girls next to them or they they're on stream and they're they're crushing it. They're not even looking, and I'm like they're looking, but they're using their peripherals. Oh yeah. Oh dude, peripherals. By the way, if you're using your periphs, say you're you're at night mm-hmm. in the in the desert or in the forest. It's it's scary. Okay, wherever you are. What, uh, what what kind of forest are we talking here? Any place, desert, forest, jungle. It doesn't. Right. Well, you're not seeing nothing if you're in the rainforest at night. You can barely see anything in the day. The canopy above you makes so the sun doesn't come down to you. Shit. Yeah, it's bad over there. But the, even there, this this still holds true. Humans, the way that we evolved with our eyesight, mm-hmm. is our brain processes things in our peripherals faster and better. Really? So though you're not focused on it, yes. Though you're not focused on it, that's where hunters would come from. Ah. So so you're more heightened. You have heightened awareness in your peripherals mm. over what you're directly staring at. So when you're in the when you're in a bad situation like that, then it sounds counterintuitive, but focus your peripherals. Keep looking forward where you're walking, but but don't don't try to look to the right and left at things that might be coming to you, keep your eyes straight forward and let your peripherals take care of that information mm. because you will react. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, just a little, uh, just in top tip for if you're stranded somewhere. And to add on to the Justin top tip with the Tage's top, uh, tidbit onto the tip. No. Okay. Is, uh, so if, if you're looking at boobies, don't stare at them. Don't get caught. Use your peripherals. Yeah. Sunglasses. Oh, always wear sunglasses at the beach. At, even inside, just even, inside the beach. Yeah, I was gonna say inside, <laughs> inside the building. But no matter where you are, sunglasses. They'll never. They'll be like that guy just has cool sunglasses. They don't know you're like tank tops. Yeah, and then it. when somebody goes to take them off, just pretend you've been asleep the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just have eyes closed. Yep. 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 Dude, that's so, a good way to go. It is. It is. Absolutely. It's uh. It's one of uh, men's greatest inventions. Sunglasses. Yeah. I don't even know if a man invented sunglasses. I. I have no, no idea yeah. who invented sunglasses. I have no clue. Do you Benjamin think, Franklin invented bifocals. I was going to say, do you think when they made sunglasses, they th- sat there and thought, like, I, I wonder if people are going to put this on the brim of their hat? Like, dads are going to put it on the brim of their hat? No. Okay. There's no way you could you could foresee something so cool. <laughs> <laughs> <There's> a- <laughs> I don't know why I did not expect you to take that turn. <laughs> It is cool as shit. Though. <laughs> My dad does it every time, and I've tried doing it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't got it. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what. I don't know. This has nothing to do with the anime that we're watching. <laughs> no, none of it does. No. It was just a fun little interlude beforehand. There's this anime called Hell's Paradise. It's been getting really good reviews this season. Super new. Uh, I was drawn to it because in the description there's like executioners and there's a person on death row and it kind of reminds me of one of my favorite book series of all time, the uh, uh, Book of the New Sun series by Gene Wolfe. Who big claim, big claim, alert, <laughs> greatest sci-fi fantasy writer in American history. God damn, big claim, but I'm claiming it, and I don't care what anybody has to say. Right. I'll argue. The claim's been made, but uh, Gene Wolfe, the the goat. Of American sci-fi fantasy writing. Okay. And that book follows the story of a man from the Executioner's Guild that is supposed to be executed. Mm. But is excommunicated instead. Okay. Uh, so I... And he goes on a, he goes on his own path with that and has to carry that load. And has to find a way... Uh, he starts to understand the world outside of the Executioner's Guild and... Um, it's told, I don't know, I don't know what uh, present past 
tense, whatever it is for this story, but that one's super cool because as you're reading it, you find out that he's telling you the story. Mm. It's super cool. Oh, I do like that. But uh, this just, for some reason, the descriptions of this show reminded me of that, but with a more uh, Japanese, East Asian vibe to it. Yeah. And I've I've wanted, I've talked about it on the podcast a bunch of times. It's so hard for me to find cool Japanese fantasy. Yes, I do know this. And it, it really gets my goat. Mm-hmm. So anime is the only way that I can find that. It's a good medium to have. I mean, that's a good thing to, yeah. you know, if that's where you have to draw the pool of fantasy from, eh, I will say I think it's an ever-growing pool that you can get into. So that's dope. Yeah. yeah. So if this combines that that childhood primal love for Japanese culture and fantasy mm-hmm. plus a storytelling type that is analogous to my favorite book series one of my favorite book series of all time underneath lord of the rings yeah i'm gonna be just the happiest fish in the pond yeah i uh i also think that there's a uh in the mal too they gave a description of a, a character type that i'm really excited for if they play out in the first episode i'm not sure but uh how the main character in the mal said how uh, the character is sad or or depressed and really just kind of wants to end it but he has one reason to live and that is i think it was his wife his wife, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, that's, I love that. I always love that That contemption is the uh, little bit of a character that's just kind of given up but has a reason to continue that is not themselves. And they have to find the reason. That's the show. But I love that bit. There's always a fun, I love watching them battle with, it's almost like uh, it's now an obstacle for the other characters. of Try to try to make them give a shit. And it's, I love that bit. Because then, then you get to see life from other characters trying to pour in and the main character's like, don't give a shit. It's like, but you do. But you, but do. you do. Yeah. So I'm excited. No matter how hard you you try to act. Yeah. Oh, he's hard. Yeah. Like, no matter how hard you try to pretend you're the most badass, all you care about is going home to see your wife and your dog. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into it. Hell's Paradise. Mappa. It's not what I thought. Studio Mappa. Oh, this is Studio... Okay, that's what you were saying. Got it. That flower now has a taste for blood. Whoa. Are those heads? Yup. Oh. Executioners. Bro, put this on the playlist, dog. God damn. This show's about to be gorgeous, isn't Dude, it? Dude, holy shit. Oh my shit. gosh. Wait, the purple hair girl's wife? Or is that your wife? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. She's just studious as ever back there. She is, too. Did that moth just hit that flame? The moth's an idiot, bro. That, <laughs> bro the moth's an idiot, dude. Dude, he Icarus. Don't say that like you know as that. Oh, no, no, no. Don't show him getting split in half. Please. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, for a second, I was like really sad that this anime is so pretty. I was like, no, wait, please. Oh, she saw right through that shit. Right, his wife is the most precious girl. Oh my god. I love her so much. Dude, she's the sweetest. Bro, he just keeps screaming how much of a heartless monster he is. You can say it all you want, bro. There's no way you could be heartless to her. That guy's about to lose his head. Yeah, this guy, this guy has oh. no idea what he's about to do right now. Oh, guys, you're about to make a massive error. Both of them have swords. He's complaining more that he's out of his funk. <laughs> bro, Mappa doing hitters right now. Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna straight up say that like I know a couple of a couple of big boys are coming out this season, but this is possibly one of the best of the season. Bro, I like we haven't watched much of the season, but hey. this is setting the biggest bar. Oh my god. This is setting like the highest bar. This is so fucking good. Oh my gosh, dude. Holy crap. I don't even because season two, this season has uh has has season two of Gundam. Yep, yep. Of which from Mercury, and I love that was probably my favorite favorite show of last season. And then I believe we're getting another uh, Demon Slayer season as well this season. Yeah, well, you know me. Demon Slayer doesn't stand a chance against this show already. For me. Oh no no no! But I'm talking uh like I mean y- your opinion aside. That's it's a big anime and people are really excited about it. So, dude, there's some there's some gorgeous, beautiful anime to be had. And oh, then, dude. dude, Mappa with this is standing right up next to Ufo Table with Demon Slayer. This is yeah, this is Demon absolutely Slayer, incredible. Everybody's everybody looks at Demon Slayer, if correctly so, as the animation they put forth in a season of anime is on par with animation for movie budgets. Yep. The animation they put into it is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. 
this Mappa looks like they're about to give them a run for their money. Dude, on it really does. Animation, art, uh, uh, the just the choices stylistically they made, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. camera work that was involved. Everything about this was stunning. Yeah, the and then, script, the ca- exactly. Yeah, we're not even going into the script yet, dude. The script was dope. What a beautiful way to create. I now know just who the main character is. I I know his motive, the the world they live in. This the, the place they're about to go sounded so mythical and pretty and terrifying, dude. Dante's allegory. Yeah, it's dude. Dante's allegory. It had Paradiso, it mm-hmm. had Hell, and it had Purgatoria. Yeah. It had all of them. And you've just, you've then also created this, you have this magnum dong of a main character that is so powerful and has this awesome motive that's like, I will get back to my wife. And then he's just found it in episode one. He found that beautiful reasoning of life in episode one. And then now you're like, all right, trudge into, trudge into, into hell. And this man's just like, okay, we're going to do it. Yeah. We're we're going to do it. I'm so, I'm so stoked for this because I went in, the idea for me was, uh, 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 Book of the New Sun, right? Everything okay. was kind of pulling me towards towards Japanese mythological, Japanese fantasy, Book of the New Sun. But now it's Book of the New Sun plus Dante's Allegory, which is my favorite epic poem of all time. Yeah. Everything that this thing is hitting, I don't know why, and it's it's probably a lot of people are going to like it, but everything that they're, they're laying out right now is like, Justin, you love this. Justin, you love this. Justin, you love this. Yeah. We're just putting together everything that you've you've built up in your life to love. Yeah. I'm so hyped for this, dude. Dude, this anime is dope. I can't express to you how badly I want to watch. Dude, I want to just watch the next episode right now. Dude, I, so much. I, at one point during this episode, I was like, please don't end. Be like, be one of those really long first episodes, please. Dude, it's so good. I love the main character. I love this executioner lady. His oh wife God, yes. is fucking amazing. She She's is so the adorable. Cutest. Oh my God, she is the sweetest. Oh, and I would one hundred percent. I'd be like, I w- I will take the world down to get back to her to give her the life she deserves. Yeah, it's funny because we we often say there's a thing. It's I would take a bullet for you, right? I would yep. die for you. I would I uh, would jump on a grenade, grenade for, for you. You, you yeah. know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. This dude, they they flipped that on its head. This guy will live for her. Mm. Because our our expectation, the reason you say I would take a bullet for you is because the expectation is I want to live. Yeah. So I would die for you. Yep. This guy that's on, it's just flipped. He wants to die more than anything. Yeah. So him doing the opposite of what he personally wants is to live. Yeah. Like that's such a beautiful, just if you, if you gave that, that can be your elevator pitch, your lug line. Mm-hmm. Of we always think whenever we're talking about how much we love somebody, it's I would die for you. But what if all you want is death and the only thing you can give that person is to survive, to ah, be by their that's side? That's fucking sick. Like that's such, an, a, that's such a beautiful nucleus to a story. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Dude, it's so nice. And I love, oh my God, is I want to know more about his wife so much. Oh, and so I also have their names pull up. So we do, uh, Yamada is the, is the uh, assassin, is the executioner. Oh, uh, 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 I'm gonna call her Asman. Asman, okay. Uh, she's Asamon. She's Asamon. <laughs> Yamada Asamon. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Gabby Mara was the main character. Yes. Uh, but the wife, dude, the wife Yui. Oh my God, she's she is the sweetest little thing. So I I saw in the mal, uh, I saw a girl who had a bit of a scarred face, and I I thought I was like, oh, I wonder if that's gonna be like the. I assumed it was gonna be. Uh, more a little bit more episodic, and I thought it was gonna be like, oh, maybe this girl is just in it, whatever. But then when they showed him, and he was like, he was like, yeah, I have a wife, whatever. And then it showed this blonde girl. I sat there going, oh wait, this this kind of looks like the girl with the with the messed up face. And then it went off. I was like, wait, no, does something happen to her? So all of a sudden, I've I've created this thing where I needed to know more about her. I was like, oh, I've, I've only introduced her for two seconds, and I wanted to know more. And then they gave it to me. They gave you the little bit of the the that that tiny little thing of like, hey, like it's okay, like I'm I'm. You're the only one who looked at me and wasn't immediately disgusted repulsed, by yeah, yeah, repulsed by my face. My dad did this so that I know that I'll never live a normal life. By the way, fuck that dad. Well, I mean, that dad murdered his parents when he was a baby because he probably knew the ninjutsu that this guy Possessed. Could, yeah, yeah, yeah. could use. Uh, it was so awesome, too, because they were they were showing those. Those weren't flashbacks. Those were memories from him, right? Mm-hmm. So they were through that lens, allowing it to not show her full face it showed yeah. her mouth and her nose so that you wouldn't be tipped off to the fact that she has the scar the the way they hate you with that moment is you only see the scar as she's saying you can't be bad 
you can't be hollow because you're the only person who accepts me. And then it shows her face with the scar. Yeah. Maybe it was a bit uh, of a shallow how. Like, we were seeing how he sees her. Just this beautiful, beautiful woman, and he's not seeing the scar. Because he just sees her as a gorgeous face. Uh, but I face. think in that situation, they would still show her just her whole face without the scar. That's true. They would. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. I think it was just, that's not what it was about. Because yeah. it, it, it's the same when he keeps going and he starts to understand. Because he... He, even while he's talking about the past, while he's going into the memories, he's denying himself the idea that he likes her. That's true. Until the end of the episode, when he starts remembering the blushes, yeah. when he starts remembering that he did try to to make her feel good by uh, thanking the animal that they killed for food. Yeah. It was only then that he allowed himself to open up to his own memories of her. Yeah, he he already we we know uh, from the beginning of when he told us the memories, uh, the first a uh, couple things he did in there, which we then learned were not full truths or little lies, where he you know he's like he's like oh you know she would say like take your shoes off and I, I'd, I'd be furious, and then she said we gotta pray, I I wouldn't do it or whatever, and then uh, and then he goes into and then you know I was pinned down and it was a trap and I was pinned down by all these weapons they bested me. And then the, later on, that guy runs up pretty quickly right after you just learn these memories. He runs up and he's like, princess, or not princess, princess. Uh, executioner. Executioner. He's like, well, hold up. That isn't exactly how it happened. It, he, this man, he killed 20 guards on his way down. He was covered by bodies. Yeah, he was smothered in the corpses of his enemies. And it just showed, like, he left that out. And so all of a sudden, you get a hint, like, maybe he wasn't putting in But all even that was about her. At yeah. the end, we see that he was looking up at the dad. Yeah. Because... He decided he wasn't going to do what the dad wanted because he wanted to have a better life for the guy's daughter. Yeah. He's and like, the guy doesn't give a shit that. about his daughter. No, not at all. So he gave up. Yeah. That's the only reason he gets caught is he gave up as their blood rushed across his face. Mm. Yep. Everything was about her. Yeah. Everything was about the daughter, the m- woman that he loves, the woman that kind of softened his edges. And then he he wants to die. He wants. He's like, just end it. This sucks. This is the worst. I just. I've been caught. It's over. But every time he wants to, he holds on because he he really, really, really wants to see her again. Yeah. He, but uh, I'll probably even he just wants to keep thinking about her because that's it's it, that's the only joy he gets. And he's like, I'm not done yet. And then, dude, imagine the 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 way this anime gives this beautiful, beautiful motive of the of uh, Asimon tosses down the pardon, and she goes, not only is it a pardon. I checked in on your wife. She's fine. She barred herself off. She's waiting for you. She must have done that knowing that when you were captured, she she put herself away, and there's still hope in there for her. Yeah, she she believes, she fully believes you'll be back. Did I met, like, to hear that, oh, I'm going through brick walls. Um, it's, it's on. Like, she still, she believes you will be back. And you have protection of the shogunate. Yeah, dude. You will be able to live yeah. a normal life. I don't give a With shit her. how how powerful this uh, her dad thinks he is. He is not above the the what, yeah. the shogun or the shogunate. Well, it's the shogun. Yeah, okay. The shogunate. Yeah, yeah the, the shogun, dude. The highest order of Japan. Yeah, yeah. you. He is a pardon from him. You will absolutely a be. pardon and protection. Yeah, dude. Like this dude right here who's trying to kill you. He can't do shit. No. The dude who was the dude who killed your parents and burned his daughter's face. Yeah. He can't do nothing to you. And so just to give you, so um, this is something I kind of want to bring into here. Just to get a concept of this and everyone, everyone listening as well. The story almost entirely, this is a really pretty way of also allowing you to see what Justin likes in anime is that he's big on, on personalized stories. This story is about the finding the elixir to life, technically. But one of the biggest elements of this is going into hell and finding the the key to everlasting life. That's what the Shogun wants. But that is not the interesting part of this anime. The, the most interesting part of it is this beautiful story of, the, like you said, the nucleus to a man finding his reason to live. And that is the gift he bestows. Or the only gift he can give his wife is his reason to live and wanting to live. That is more beautiful than one of the a really amazing crux of a story. So that is such a beautiful way of telling stories that you can still have it be this fantasy bit. It's still in there. It's still a dope concept. You're going to try to find the elixir to life. That's cool. But 
that doesn't that just kind of goes into storytelling of of I think you've gone into it a bit is just because this giant thing is in it that can, that's great it can exist it could be there but that doesn't mean that you don't delve into the depth of your characters care about your characters there has to be a reason to go on a journey Ex- right? exactly so getting the elixir that's that's the journey leads us to to whatever you you open the briefcase and it shines gold that's one of the that's one of the great parts about um uh uh, uh what is that movie called Jerry Quentin Tarantino that. movie oh. oh Quentin Tarantino movie where they open the briefcase and the light comes out of it oh uh, 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 uh fuck it. pulp fiction pulp fiction yeah that's one of the best parts about that whole b story of pulp fiction you never know what's in the case <laughs> but it means so much yeah you don't actually it's not about it's not about what that that elixir of life is. It's not about what's actually in the case. Mm. It's about the journey to get that thing. Mm. Yeah. So there is a journey to get this elixir of life that the Shogunate wants. That's fine. But that's that can't be what your entire story is about. No. It can't be so focused on on Z and landing on the perfect greatest thing. Yeah. It has to be about the characters that are going on it. Yeah. And this dude has been so energized and his character did a 180, did a full 180 once he decided that he loved his wife, right? Oh, yeah. Once he decided that, no, I really need to see her again. Yeah. Then he got to be a, a he's a kid. Yeah. He got to be a kid. The uh, Asman was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> he's being snarky. Dude, I love it. He was like, oh, why can't we just go straight there? She's like, oh, okay. He's relaxed. He's, yeah. Oh, he's out of his funk now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here little we go. Son bitch. You little piece of shit. Dude, I'm like excited to meet him. And it's funny, this this show, it almost seems kind of going down it. We had this this uh, this teacher in, in acting class. A couple teachers would do it uh, because, that you know, it's their job is to help you find deeper motives and scenes. But uh, this whole this whole episode, this whole anime so far, it reminds me of a of a of a thing we would do in class. And uh, say you go up there, you've prepped your scene, you do your scene, you, you do it to the best of your ability, and that's the whole reason you're going to do multiple scenes or uh, do do it multiple times. But for one of the first things the teacher would ask, you'd be like, "All right, why are you doing this?" And say like you know say say you did this scene. He's like, "Why are you doing this?" And so you know your first reaction. You think yeah. this is the Magnum oh, Dong. You're gonna be like, "I'm gonna try doing, to find yeah, yeah, the elixir do, of life." I'll be uh, uh yeah I'll be uh, okay okay yeah I'll be uh I'll be the kidness. That's like I'm I'm acting as the the kidness and okay. you're and you're my acting coach. Yep. So I just did. I just was doing the scene with the executioner. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where we've been talking back and forth, and we're kind of, we're about to get in fights. Okay, so uh, you just finished the scene and, and cut. Yep. All right, Justin, how did you, how did you feel that scene went? Oh, great. Okay. I really felt it. What would you say is your motive behind the scene right now? Uh, so it's like I don't, I don't want to die. Oh, I want to die, but I, I'm not, I, I don't want to die. So I'm fighting back to make sure that she doesn't kill me. Okay. What would you say this is all about? Well, right now I think it's uh, I'm trying to. It's like I have to make it look like I want to die. Like I'm trying to play that up, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to. I think it's deeper than that. Let's go. What do you What do you care most about in this? Not dying. Is there a reason for for? I see. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the character of the how the teacher was. I don't know if I'm smart enough to be this teacher right now. Oh no, bro. No, one of the one of the best one of the best parts about the thing that Tage is talking about is yeah. the teacher will will not be like smart. No, right? They're asking. They're asking the smallest question. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite teachers, and I think we're talking yeah. about a similar person, uh, T. Nix. Mm-hmm. Right. So he would just say, "Why? Yeah, because you, he you will find the answer. He's not going to give it to you." Yeah. yeah, you'd say, why? Yeah, and you would say because of this. Mm-hmm. But why? Mm-hmm. Because of this. He goes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why? And you'd say because of this, and he's like, okay, okay, but yeah, why? Yeah. And then you would be because I love her. And he's like, let's do the scene again. <laughs> like once, once he broke you down enough, because you're in front of everybody, and he's just like, why? And you're getting so, like, you're getting kind of annoyed too, as the character is. And then it's because all, all I can think about is this girl. Yeah. And he's like, do it again. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, get in there. 
And then and then you, you then you do the scene. You're you're all there, and then all of a sudden you realize that it was a much much deeper, prettier, simpler. I was about to say simple is the word meaning that you have found. And then you you look back, and that scene felt very different. Just with that, just in that mindset of of it wasn't because I feel like there's an instinction to to go for like the oh go for the grand story. Well, you aren't as the character. Your characters, people are selfish. You want things yeah. for yourself. Well, it's a perfect. What you're what you're talking about is a, is perfect for this mm. because he's doing the acting thing. He's doing the kid, the kid in acting school thing. He is. Um, I, I want to die, but I'm not going to die. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he's overcomplicating literally everything yeah. until the very end of the show. Asimon. T nixed him. She she did. She T nixed him. She T nixed into him. being like, I fucking love her. Yeah. Fuck. And now he understands where he fits in the world, just like we did every time we were doing those scenes. Mm-hmm. And then he came to life. His character started showing much more now yeah. that he accepted who he was. Oh, dude, when I start doing acting classes for people, when I'm a teacher for acting classes, yeah. I'm going to show this episode. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'll be like, all right, guys, I'm going to need you to pay close attention. <laughs> this, is, this is how we become better actors. This, this is it right here. Dude, you're going to have you're gonna have a couple people be like, what's going on? Why are we watching anime? And then you're going to have a couple people like, yes. Oh, they're losing their minds. <laughs> I think I'm going to get into the, to the JTs a little bit. Because Let's do it. What I what I was wanting to talk about is a little esoteric, and it's kind of uh, along the lines of what we're talking about. Okay, cool. Because it's from the standpoint of writing and creating story and character. And you can do little tiny things to add clarity to a character, right? To add To add clarity to what they want, what they're doing, why they're the character in your story. Which makes it so difficult for me when a cast of characters is milquetoast. When you go in and you're thinking, this story seems cool, but I couldn't care less about anybody mm. in it. This perfectly encapsulates a reason to, to love somebody, a reason to care for what they're going through. We know, like you said, we're going to go to this far off distant mythological land to get the elixir of life. But the, the story gave us this man, he goes against his intent. His intention for life goes against the human he is with ninjutsu and he can't be killed. It's kind of like the dude from My Hero Academia. He has a power for a villain, but he's not. Yeah. This guy has the power for the greatest warrior of all time, but he just wants to have dinner with his wife. <laughs> yeah. And we get his inner turmoil throughout the entire episode. We get an understanding of who he is. We want to root for him. We want him to get back to his wife. And the executioner, the whole time, we're just, she seems like a scholar, an academic. Mm -hmm. She's learning more and more about his story. And in the end, when you find out she's the greatest, she's part of the greatest executioner family of all time. Obviously, one of the greatest swordsmen because she tests swords for the executions. Yeah, and even this this dude who has who has uh, the entire show already shown that he's almost impervious to death. He's he's this monstrous warrior of war and all of a sudden, yeah. Um uh, all of a sudden he just sees her with a sword. He knows how powerful she is. So that just sets a but, bar of how strong she is, too. But even underneath that, the person element. Yeah. Not the fighting, mm -hmm. but she needs to if she's going to do her job. As opposed to just the dude who stands there with a bag over his head, waits for the next person to be executed to put their head on the block and just start smacking away with a sword. <laughs> yeah. She learns everything she can about the person. I don't know if that's necessarily a thing for the higher up executioners or what, mm. but we know that she is looking to understand them as a person before she lops their head off. Yeah. So we know just a little bit more about her. And she could have, she had that pardon thing sitting in her pocket. She could have at any moment said, okay, so they need people that are going to sentence to death. Yeah. She didn't do it until she was, she was three feet deep in a fight with this guy. Yeah. Until she pushed him to the point of, I want to live. Until she T-nixed him. Yes. Until she T-nixed him, she, she wasn't going to show that hand. So we know so much about her as a person too. 
Oh yeah. And it's those little tiny things. I feel like they're so they're so small. It's something that you do when you're building a character. Uh, one one thing that people loved about Heath Ledger's Joker was that when he licked his lips. Mm. It's something that that doesn't scream crazy. One thing that's super annoying these days is when people go to play a crazy character, they're like, oh, I need to do all these things and I need to move and I need yep, to be yep. like, nobody can know what I'm doing next. <laughs> you know, people just do fucking stupid stuff. And they're like, this is what crazy humans do. Yeah. Like, dude, there was a guy who was eating people out of his apartment and everyone loved him. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? That guy's crazy, dog. Yeah. But he would, Heath Ledger would lick his lips and it became a thing that he brought into his character because uh, the prosthetics that they put on his lips that fed into the scars on his cheeks mm-hmm. the glue because they were on lips wouldn't stick very well since he moves his mouth and he didn't want to keep having to stop for them to re-glue the stuff on his lips so he would lick them to make sure that the glue stayed wet and would stick better <laughs> so he only added that out of desperation of not wanting to call cut yeah but he put it into his character, and when you see him lick his lips, you're like, that guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. Right? Those little tiny things mean so much. Mm. And it's nuts to me that so many characters in all different media don't have something that separates them as a character. Yeah. They're just the next high school guy. And what do they do? The same shit as every other high school guy. (laughs) I can promise you, in real life, even if somebody is trying to be prototypical high school popular, they do something very different from everybody else at whatever moment of the day. Mm -hmm. Because we're all so different. And don't just do it because it's like, oh, I want to add a quirky little thing to them. But give them something that endears them to us as a character. Just like this has put, this has given us characters. It's the first episode, and I feel like I know at least this face that they put forth in this episode. Mm -hmm. I know them so well. If they shift in the future from learning something new, from from being part of a fight that changes them as a person because of things that they saw, that that'll have way more gravity because there's room for them to change in my eyes. They're not just a piece of paper with nothing on it. Yeah, this, uh, I would say that this, uh, this first episode, and th- the fact that all of this has been included in the first episode is, is something that is the, magical to me, that they decided, like, <laughs> they came out of the gate swinging. They were like, we got these hitters, and we're going we're to crush it. Don't even worry about the beautiful art we will have later. That's to come. Some of this gorgeous stuff was in here, but I can only imagine once they get to this fantastical, magical place, island of of beautiful color and craziness, it's going to get nutso over there. But the simple element of their storytelling and their and their cool characters, and actually kind of uh, maybe think there's about there's been about I'd say three anime that have hooked me episode one like this has that that has had i think good uh, character stories stories that i uh, that i truly felt so excited for that i i would say mid episode i i really couldn't wait to hit the next episode button uh i would say this one the prologue for witches of mercury yep that one absolutely got me and uh i would say one that absolutely crushed me that wasn't on the podcast but domestic girlfriend i remember domestic girlfriend hooked us we were we were in there. There, there are these anime that they are very different from each other. I would not say there's many similarities between them when it comes to storytelling wise. Yeah, they were pretty, but it was all. I think the characters were something that I could hook to, and I because I think when whenever you're watching a story, whenever you're watching anything like that, it really is like it's like you're reaching out to grab something. And if the if the if it's if it's a simple easy. You know, something to grab. It's it's a it's a it's a decent. Uh, you know, it's it's a decent watch. It's okay. It's easy to grab. There you go. You got it. It's a, it's there for you. But if it's got weight, if it's got gravity. You're gonna have to lift it. But if the writer has done their jobs, they've given you something to hold on to, and to, something to grasp in this. And so when you create these characters, like a simple character that has found motive to live, and then the the the, the we even said it mid episode. Be like, look at this girl being scholarly back there. 
that is such a huge element. She was watching this man be executed dime after time again, and she's just writing things down. And then you end up finding out she was learning who this man was entirely. And then the entire time she kept being like, it's not true. I don't I don't know if he's not telling the truth. Why you're would not man, trying to die. Yeah, you're not trying to die. She knew that down. And but then looking back at her story, the 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 shogun has announced like, find criminals, give them the pardon. I don't give a fuck. Send her to that island. She's taking this way more seriously than any, uh, than than you would think. I'm sure people just went in somewhere, found a criminal, gave him the shit. Here you go. Let's go. Like you said, just gave him the pardon early. Let's go. But she she's such a dope character that what I've gotten from this anime is that she learns so much about this man. She T-nixed him. You now have this awesome, epic criminal who is a master at killing that now has this wonderful reason behind him uh, to, to, to help you with your journey. Because at the end of the day, that's what she needs him for. She needs his help. And he is going to be a huge help. And she's just kind of lit a fire under him. And she did that because she studied him, because she learned... And these two characters are so fun to watch. I'm like, it's like a sitcom that back in the day, everyone, I remember people have said this about sitcoms back in the day or TV shows back in the day. It's like you invited them into your home every week. And then now I'm like sitting there, I'm like, dude, I can't, I'm invited, dude, come into my home. Like I want, I want to see you guys do more. I can't wait for more shit to be thrown at you because your characters are so beautifully made. I want to see you deal with anything the ne- there could be the lamest episode coming up doubt there would have would be with this but there could be a lame episode and i'll watch them do fuck all these characters are so interesting i'll watch them pick flowers that's what i want i mean not deadly flowers but what pick flowers out of a foot yeah it's true yeah i will i will watch them study for an entire episode and i'll be like this is the most interesting shit like oh well that's that's another another part of it because i know my my topic is is very character focused it's very focused on how come people don't give us something to hold on to with a character? Yeah. And before I move on to this this next little bit that I was about to say, when you were talking about something you can hold on to mm. with a character, there's so many... Humans are so weird. We're a kaleidoscope of ideas and emotions. And when you have a well-written character... Somebody that, this guy, I don't, I have nothing in common with the guy who uses ninjutsu to kill seven warriors in a second (laughs) with flames. I can't harden my skin to make it so a sword can't go through my neck. I haven't had a wife that was stolen from me and me getting put into solitary to be executed every day. But I can understand the idea of needing to live for some, a person. Yeah. When you think, oh, dude, like, why am I even here? And then flashes of different people go through your head. This is super fantastical. But because that's the basis of the character, we can latch on to them. And that's that's what good characters bring to you. Something that you can see yourself in. Because I can see myself in him. I can see myself in her. The people I can't see myself in is Big Tooth, horrible guy. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy was like, execute him by fire. Yeah. yeah, and he's a caricature because he needs to be. Yeah, standing next to the characters. Mm-hmm. But the world that they're building up is just as intricate as the stories or as the characters that they've presented to us. Mm. Yeah, though we don't know like specific plant life. Though we don't know uh, if this is if this is just Japan with crossing a sea to get to the Garden of Eden. Hmm. We know the dynamic of the world because they've laid it out for us. Yeah. And we know that, especially with this this place that is hell, paradise, and the other, or whatever they called it. Yeah. They didn't call it purgatory. They called it something like the other. That beauty comes with horrific things. Oh my god, yeah. That boat was gorgeous until they found out what was allowing that beauty to to grow. grow. Yeah. So when they showed up and you just see this beautiful, fertile land, we have to, after seeing where the plants grow from, those beautiful flowers grow from, assume that the beauty is horrific. That the beauty (laughs) is terrible. Yeah. So this world has its own very specific ideas behind it. I just I'm I'm specifics. I am a very specifics focused person yeah. when it comes to stories. 
there's always going to be the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Every story is the hero's journey yep. when it comes down to it. But when you give me things to latch onto, that's that's the end all be all. Yeah. And that's what this is doing. Consider Justin uh, a fan. Yeah. Oh, I'm so hyped for the rest. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I can't dude. express to you. Same. Oh, my God. How excited I am. Dude, I'm, like, looking at this roster now, and I'm like, dude, just seeing t- the two two characters flushed out, oh, my God, all these characters are going to be so much fun. I can't wait to meet any of them. I can't wait to meet more of the wife. I just want – I just need more. And I wonder what the the other – we're going to meet the other – hooligans that are yeah. sentenced to death while we're there. Yeah. He's probably going to have to fight them. <gasps> oh, yeah. Team up with some, fight some, team up, and then find out that they're going behind his back. Like, There's going to be some crazy shenanigans that happens when they get there, mm-hmm. let alone finding about finding out about the place while they're there looking for the elixir. Oh, yeah. There's just so much. Talk mm-hmm. about that land being fertile. The story is so fertile with possibilities. Dude, it is. Yeah. I have no idea. All I know is they're trying to get to the elixir so he can see his wife. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't call anything. No. With so much shit, I can sit there and be like, "Yeah, I know where this is going. Mm -hmm. I know exactly. I could. I could give you beat for beat where the show's gonna go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I couldn't give you anything. No. Where I think this is gonna go. Yep. Yeah. It re- and it is such a cool concept that we don't know where this is going, but man, we're excited. We're in this the fandom boat, and it is a going. Yeah, I man, I don't know what they were doing when they came up with this. It's yeah. based off a manga too. Oh, dude! Like this is the anime version no, of a manga. I, I, I really want the manga. Want the manga. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I just want to support all this. I'm dude. gonna buy it on my Kindle. Dude, that's sick as fuck. Yeah, dude, this is dope. I can't wait this to start. So cool. I follow a bunch of artists on Twitter and Instagram. I can't wait for people. I know people are going to latch onto this, and they're just going to fucking lose their minds. I hope they do. Oh, they, I mean, they're. I really feel like this is gonna. This is gonna be on like a TikTok at some point. You're gonna see a snippet of of two seconds of a fight, and then people are gonna be like, "What is this?" And then suddenly everyone's gonna be like, "Where the fuck this Magnum Dong of an anime just hanging out in this season?" Well, it's interesting. You know how people talk about Hollywood losing the movie star. Tom Cruise is probably the last movie star. Yes. And it used to be, you didn't go to a movie for anything. You you went to movies for cool stuff, but mm-hmm. but you would just say, I'm going to the Stallone movie. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even say the title of it, but you knew what you were getting and you knew what you were excited about just because it was a Stallone movie. Yes. Or Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Or, or just any of these huge movie stars. Mm-hmm. With anime, it's, it's kind of interesting and fun because you go for the... For the studio. I was going to say the studio, yeah. It's like, MAPPA's making something? All right. I'm yeah. watching the new MAPPA. Yeah. I'm watching the new UFO. I'm, I'm watching the new Kyoto Annie. I'm watching mm-hmm. the new whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you go for the studio almost. Which is so, it's so different. Because I've never been like, dude, Paramount coming out with something. <laughs> no. Like, WV? Hitters, dude. Check out that new Universal movie? Yeah, no. dude. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's like... You put so much stock in the studio, which is which is kind of cool. It's kind of cool for the people who make it because you're putting so much trust in the animators, the writers, and the directors, mm. which is something that we almost never do with our movies and TV over here. I'd say the closest is, uh, but then yeah, to a to a negative degree, Disney. I would say people have that concept of Disney, but I think they 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 almost Disney can shit gold, like they can't do anything wrong. And that's not an attitude to have, but I think it's different. Man, Disney's so much bigger than just an animation studio, too. Hey, yeah, yeah. Like, sure, it's an animation studio. They make animated movies, mm-hmm. but it's like trying to compare. Disney is the entire. It, Disney is uh, is uh, uh, Kodokaya or whatever that. They're the production company that holds all of the different anime. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. But this is we're we're not going for Disney. We're going for Illumination. Ah, I see what you mean. Yes, yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. We're yeah. going for Mappa, not the production company that told Mappa to make the <laughs> yeah. thing. No. We're just excited for Mappa. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, that makes more sense. And yeah, I, and I, I agree. think that's so cool. It's probably so cool for the animators, even though they get treated like garbage over there. Mm-hmm. But for somebody just to say, I'm going to watch it because they're making it. I don't even know what the story is. 
I'm gonna watch it because they're making it. Yes, that's that's super dope. Yeah, their their content and their their work, the, everything they give to their their projects. When I hear their name, I they have earned my respect enough that I will give anything they produce a shot. Yeah, it's kind of similar to video games in, in a sense. Yeah, I know that people aren't super excited right now, but Rocksteady. You would hear Rocksteady, and you're like, "This is gonna be a hitter mm-hmm. from Batman games." Yep. Uh, Platinum's a little rough. Capcom's coming out with some hitters right now. Yeah. Damn the pause, dude. Resident Evil Four crushed. But but my thing, I'm not talking about like Capcom, EA, Ubisoft. Okay. Capcom's much smaller than Ubisoft and EA. Mm-hmm. But it'd be like instead of Square Enix, I would talk about uh uh Business Unit Three. Oh. Business Unit 3 is making Final Fantasy 16 right now. Okay. And I'm super excited because 3 is making 16. Okay, kind of like unit how... Unit 1 is making, like... Um, uh, Rockstar. So a big thing with a lot of people are like, oh, fuck a Rockstar. But Rockstar has, like, four different divisions of each location, and each location makes the games. Like, I think, what was it, um, Spain? Or was it Spain that made... Um, uh, I think it was Spain that made uh, Red Dead. Or something like that. A, a specific division made Red Dead. The rest of the divisions did not. They did not. Mm-hmm. They might have had some assets that they were divvied over to wherever, but that was not their baby. So if you wanted to give credit, you're just kind of tossing nothing into the wind. I mean, like, congratulations, Rockstar. Like, they didn't. Yeah. Not all of Rockstar did this. Yeah. A segment did. Yeah, I'm talking so more should, yeah. about those those yeah. small ones. Because you'll have uh, Platinum making Nier. Mm-hmm. They were being published by Square Enix. You see, so I'm, I, I I'm not personally... Saying, yeah, I'm not saying Square Enix, great job on Nier. Yeah. I'm like, Platinum's making a game? Mm. Let's go. Because <laughs> then they make a game for Nintendo. Yep. So I'm like, Platinum, I'm, I'm focusing on them. I'm going to play it because Platinum made it, not because Square produced a game that Platinum's making. I definitely think that that comes down to uh, my lack of knowledge of, of who makes games and stuff like that. And I think that was more on my end, not more of giving credit where credit was incorrectly due. If that's how I say that. I got confused. <laughs> like I was more of saying uh, because you think I was more about the publisher. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, like when you said, uh, the people that made near, I did not know offhand that information. And I would, oh, okay. I would have said congratulations square Enix, Cause I don't know. But had I known the information, I would have correctly given it to the right people. Yeah. So that's more on my, my knowledge of, and not that I, I do want to just give credit to Great job, Rockstar. Great job, Square Enix. It's like yeah. I think kind, it's fine yeah. to give like great jobs to people. Yeah, I mean, and their, and their names do it's... carry weight. Like a Square Enix game, you can cut. There's a certain level that you can look at. You can kind of expect certain things. A Rockstar game, you kind of yeah. get what's going down. Well, I guess my my main point is that I think video games are the closest thing to compare to anime mm-hmm. in terms of the the studio. We look to the studio sometimes. We don't care what the game's name is. We don't care what the combat style is in it. We, we have studios that we love, and we will give it our money to try it out because we, we believe that they will give us a good product. And that's the same thing that I'm hoping people are just like, Map is making this? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll watch it no matter what. Yeah, dude. And then they watch this first episode, and they're like, gold. Yeah. Map is making this? A Saiyan? Unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah, dude, Cyberman popped out. <laughs> dude, the amount of times that I think you corrected me on this podcast. That it was that I had I learned that Mappa is not Napa. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, studio so. Mappa. Oh, the beginning of this, if it stay dude, they had the Mappa has their motorcycles are coming out <laughs> like to show that they're the studio that made it. Taylor's like, this is very different from what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Mappa. He's like, Okay. <laughs> oh, you meant okay. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I love my, okay, whatever. Yeah, Don't you're like, know what Justin, the fuck that means. Shut up, dude. <laughs> Like bro, I'm trying to help you, <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm I'm here for you, and this is what I get. All right, I think I'm gonna get into the teacher's topics. Get in there, bro. So uh, th- this one was. I'll just go into it, and then I'll explain a little bit after. Okay. What time period would you start off your never-ending life? Like a uh, like, say you had. I really wrote like. Sorry. You wrote <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro, bro, dude, what are you doing? Uh, say you had to suck down uh, the elixir of life. Suck down, okay. 
and uh, you and uh, you stay as you are forever. You're going to be young forever. The elixir of life, there's no downsides here. You're crushing it. But you get to pick a year to start it in. What land, uh, what, uh, when, what the fuck did I write here? When, land, where you go. Uh, <laughs> what, where would Dude, you go? you wrote this. I wrote it so fast. <laughs> we were also playing music. I was really excited. But the, uh, my main question is, if you could start your everlasting life and you, you got to live through certain generations of certain time periods in the, in the world's history, if you could, where would you go and when would you be? If you, okay. Because I this one is kind of specifically towards you because I do know that you're a bit of a history buff. So, I'm going to give you Justin's real answer Ooh. before I go into a, a more fun thing. I like, okay, all right, okay. All right, if that's fine. Yeah. So, in actuality, I would never have an elixir of life that gave me undying that that made it so i could live forever i do know this because i don't like that idea Mm -hmm. i think part of living a good life is it's being finite Mm. without a finite lifespan i don't think it's possible to have a good time you can have spurts of good times but if you can do anything forever then you can always make an excuse to do it tomorrow (laughs) you know yeah and i don't like that yeah i don't like the thought and second part of the boring answer, mm-hmm. no matter what we complain about today, because God knows there's a lot of fucking people complaining about today. Yes. Uh, no matter what we complain about today, this is the safest, greatest time for humans to live in history. Mm-hmm. Right now. Boring answer is out of the way. Okay. So if I had the elixir of life and then I could... For some reason, the elixir was Dragon Balls, so I could wish to be anywhere (laughs) 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 at any time. I would (sighs) see. I I'd want it to be like Paleolithic. I would want. I would. I would kind of want to be so different. Okay. You know. Yeah. Like I want it to be so different that it's crazy. Mm Hmm. Because it would suck to, all right, think about, I live today. I, I know toilets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I know the niceties of being able to go to a grocery store. Yeah, yep. Or, God forbid, I'm super hungry and lazy, just get somebody to pick food up for me and drop it at my front door. Yeah. yeah. Right? Going back to 1776 which I would love, or going back to to see Ben Franklin, to see uh, uh, George Washington, to see John Hancock, to see these guys, would would be Uncanny Valley close enough to me without how cool life is now mm. that I'd be fucked. <laughs> I'd be fucked up. I'd be like, you tell me you don't got TV? You know? <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm walking around like, you guys just wait till Abe shows up. <laughs> Like this, you guys are making some weird choices. Like Lincoln's got something for you. All right. <laughs> I would like to, if it was possible to share the elixir around. Oh, okay. Then like guys. Yeah. We're seeing what T-Rexes really looked like and sounded like. Okay. I was going to say, um, that actually poses a good question. Do you think, uh, cause I know your big stance on life, but do you think it would be a little bit better if you could get a, a finite number, but a decent amount of elixirs of life? Uh, and so that you can hand them out to multiple people so you would not be alone in this life, but you would be with uh, a few others. I want to be able to die. <laughs> Why, dude? I, I'm not trying to be facetious here. Let me log out, dude. Yeah. I want to be able to die. Okay, yeah. Take your favorite game mm-hmm. of all time. Okay. You can only play it forever. Fuck. How do you like the game? It's my, it's, After I lo- a while. I, I love it the entire time. No, you don't. I can see your face. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, let me stop. <laughs> let me, just at a certain point, just let me go. Because, yeah. dude, there's got to be in the fine print, in the red words somewhere, they got to be able to say, like, you can off yourself. Yeah. Because, yeah. dude. You say these couple of, you say this phrase and you After, gone. okay, let's not have it be a phrase because you can accidentally <laughs> say the phrase. You take the elixir, bro. It's like, by the way, if you say bibbidi bobbidi 
kill me hoppity? <laughs> that you just said it. Now you die. <laughs> no. Like you read it out loud. Dude, if it's a phrase and they say, don't say this, don't say what? And you say it, <laughs> you're gone anyway. Screw that elixir of life, bro. Yeah, or you lose it because you're you you know you've been there forever. It's in like a book of some sorts, and you lose it. You're like, fuck. What was that phrase? I do. I think yeah, I no. lost it five thousand years ago. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, you're making it five thousand? I don't know, man. Bro, <laughs> you know what year it is now, right? Yeah. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what's your, what's your problem, bro. It's only <laughs> been twenty twenty three years since Jesus died for our sins, dog. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're kidding me, dog. Yeah, dude, I misplaced it. I went a while back, dude. Uh, uh, bro, <laughs> they had huts made of rocks back then, dude. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I would, because uh, because of the elixir of life that you're, I would assume it also comes with uh, an impervity to uh, uh, sickness. Uh, I, w- I would go back to the plague times. That is the like the most interesting, and I'd probably go to Europe. You're gonna get put in prison. Nah, no. Nah, they're gonna like, do to you what they're doing to this guy, no, bro. If you're just that. if you're just walking amongst the plagues, they're just like cough on me, mommy, and she has <laughs> she has like lumps on her neck. Yeah, from from the Black Death. Mm-hmm. And then you walk up to the lepers like you're having no problems. Yeah. No, but a Matt, dude, a Matt. No, never mind. You know what? I actually I've painted myself in a very bad light on stream and in podcast. Uh, I don't know if I want to. No, I'll do it. Imagine the amount of tail you'll get if you if you're like, no. listen, dude, listen. I'm impervious. I'm, I'm a snake oil salesman. Look how unsick I am. the The quick way to be like me is to make out with me. Real quick. So you're taking advantage of dying people, D- dude. They're they're you're they're, taking advantage <laughs> of dying people, Tage, because you know full well. That you're going to be fine and they're not. Yeah. But I would be fine and they wouldn't regardless of the situation. So might as well get a little something out of it. No. Damn it. Don't do that. Don't take advantage of situations like that, Tate. <laughs> Let me live my life, dude. No. Damn it. Bro. I have hundreds of years to get over it. You know what I would do? <laughs> oh, if I saw you doing that? Yeah. I'd slip you a note. And then you'd read it out loud like, what is this? And that's your phrase. <laughs> you said no, you're dead. <laughs> that's what that's what I would do. I would see you take advantage of a leper. <laughs> and I'll just look at you. And you're like, oh dude. So stuff it in. Spin it. Drop it down. I'm dead. If I and, play bump it, I die. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. <laughs> Bro, with the way that you come up with stuff, they'd be like, "You got to come up with your own phrase." You go, "Uh," and you'd look around your room real quick. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, you'd be like, "Bulma, Vegeta, ass." D- damn. And then I would hand you a note, and you're like, "Bulma, Vegeta, ass, dude," and you just fall over, <laughs> dude. All you have to do is just like hand me a tag of like anything on N hentai with with Dragon Ball related, and I'm gonna say the tags, and it's over. That really just added myself for that joke. You do it a lot. Yeah. I was going to say, my last one, uh, my last little part of that, but you answered that very quickly. Right at the beginning of my question was, what's a better deal, invincibility or time travel? Did I answer that? Yeah, because you fucking hate invincibility. Oh, invincibility means you can't. I don't know. I, I did, I, for some reason, I could not think of the the idea of like the one word of everlasting life. Oh, you chose invincibility? Yeah, I chose invincibility. I couldn't land. I've, I couldn't think of it. I, Immortality. I, thank you. That's the word. I At no point did it cross my head. I was like, it's something with an I, I Okay. Think. Just think of like, what's mortality? Being able to die. Yeah. No, that you will. You and f- what's im? Imps. Nope. It's kind of like amp. Correct? He doesn't. If I even, imagine if instead of, guys, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to Tage right now. <laughs> Imagine if instead of saying what's M, I said what's the prefix on that word? Hey, what are you talking about over there? Bro, Tage would have fucking had a stroke. He would have been smelling burnt toast. Bro, are you talking are you talking to them or are you talking to me? What's up? Oh no, I just I need a moment. Oh, okay. This is just I just yeah, I lost you there for a minute. I yeah. just don't really know what you said. I didn't say anything. Okay. Uh but yeah, no, if you uh the question is it what's a better deal, immortality or uh time travel? And I think you want you time want, travel. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Eat, I don't. I want to die. Nah, dude. I'm well. Not right now. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Part of me. Part of me walks up and uh, in that beautiful samurai. Uh, uh, how do, Asamon? As- 
a Simeon. Asimon. Asimon, dude, I walk into a room and she's just beautifully sitting there with a sword. She's like, so I'm going to end you. And I'm like, fucking yes. Dude, I just put my head forward. <laughs> I like stretch my neck out as much as possible. There you go. <laughs> no ninjutsu anymore. I'm going to let this go. Yep. Beautiful. Well, I think that's going to bring us to the end of this one. That show is fucking awesome, dude. Incredible. That's one of the best pilot episodes for an anime I've seen. Yeah. And we, I mean. We see a lot of pilot We have like 140 episodes, episodes of pilot episodes <laughs> yeah, under our belts. And especially, especially through the podcast, that's, if not number one, it's top three yeah. pilot episodes of anime I've ever seen mm-hmm. in the podcast. I highly recommend checking out Hell's Paradise. But with that, everybody, per usual, we hope you all have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are. We'll see you next time. Bye.